I told you that there are a bunch of slothering fanatics at uh, pretty much every block of the city. Well, I'd say, where do I join in? Well, that's <laughs> so any place that serves the discs of cheese and sauce. Ooh, are you talking, talking of about? Course, about pizza. Hell the, yeah. Uh, the cult, because pizza's a fucking cult, and you're all crazy. It's a delicious cult, but it's everywhere. Um... I just made you listen to the intro to Snow Crash, which is something that I tout as the best pizza delivery um, <laughs> excerpt of all time. Yeah. I mean, you had kind of told me, you know, through various conversations about the pizza-ness of this story, but I still did not expect it to be so heavy on the pizza. Yeah. There's no more pizza than the rest of it. Like, they use the Deliberator, and Uncle Enzo is becomes a big character. But that first okay. chapter is the only pizza in the entire thing. So the delivery aspect continues, I'm guessing? No. But it just switches from pizza? No. no. Okay. That's what, so the second half of that is him failing to deliver a pizza. <laughs> okay. Spoilers. Well, <laughs> I guess we should have said that first. <laughs> it's, it's also the first chapter of a 30-year-old book. Yeah, true. Um, so, I mean, yeah, spoilers for the intro to a book. <laughs> But it does do a good job of cataloging, like, how people actually feel about their pizza. Like, the whole hiring therapists and spending millions of dollars on brain trusts trying to (laughs) figure out, like, what would make people stop lying about their pizza being late. And realizing that it's literally just human nature, so the only way to fix it is to put pretty much atomic timers on every pizza. Yeah, that is a weird thing, like, that human nature is kind of just to lie until you have direct numerical proof. <laughs> no, even then you'll lie. Yeah, true. It, Some so, people will. the fastest pizza I've ever seen be produced from start to finish at being thrown was 11 minutes. Okay. So, it took about a minute and a half to throw that pizza. Yeah. This would not have worked with anything but a cheese pizza. <laughs> That one in the oven, the oven was almost completely empty and had been closed, so it was at maximum heat. The person that got that pizza started complaining four and a half minutes in to ordering that pizza. What? And when we brought them the triplicate receipts, because it prints one for them, one for the bartender, and one yeah. for the kitchen, right? they told us that our machines were wrong. <laughs> so, like, we showed them our machine clock compared to the one on the wall compared to the one on their phone, and they told us that Jackson Hole time was wrong. So, people. <laughs> so, we are got into the spaceship. Rid- yeah, exactly. People are ridiculous. And that person's food got done in 11 minutes, and because they were such a cocksucker about it. I have to stop using cocksucker as a negative thing. They're never underappreciated. But, um. Yeah, they. They didn't get their pizza for 20 minutes because of that, because I dole out justice and I yeah. was in charge then. And I was like, absolutely no way in hell these guys are going to get the fastest pizza we've ever made <laughs> when they complained before it was physically even possible to be done when we weren't busy. 
he may dole out pizza, but he also doles out justice. It's and true. don't forget. It's I have, <laughs> I have lots of work ways of getting revenge on people. I don't yeah. work on tips. That's, that's not a thing that happens. How many pizzas do you think you have been involved in creating oh, in your life? Oh, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, probably close to tens of thousands. I would, yeah, I would guess tens so, of thousands, probably. So if you go, you're easily going through in a shift slice pie-wise, let's be very conservative and say day shift is going to go through 10 pizzas and night shift is going to go through 30 pizzas. That's okay. 40 pizzas that no one ordered a day that you're going <laughs> to automatically, because that's what slice pies are. You just, yeah, just keep making them. them. Yeah. So that... Then you add, like, Fridays, where you can easily make 200 slice pies, like, no problem. Just yeah. in the hours of, like, midnight to two at a couple of places, we would make probably 50 of them. And then okay. all of the pizzas everybody orders would just fucking hit or miss. Like, you could yeah. have days where you only get... Like, granted, when I worked at Pinkies, there were no donut days. Like, we always had a day. But when I worked in the village, there was days where it's like, you got no pickups and maybe two actual in-house pies. Okay. But, so it, it's real hit or miss on that. And then I did spend the whole summer being, like, the only prep guy for a pizza place. Yeah. That, so I made 100% of the dough for that five-month period. And that was the year that Yellowstone, so Jackson had 4 million people go through and it was at the most popular <laughs> pizza place in town. Yeah. So whatever percentage of that 4 million people that read the newspaper and decided to go to the place that won the award for the town's <laughs> best pizza. So you're estimating you guys would maybe make about 250 pizzas a day? through orders and then just uh pizzas that you'd prep to sell for slices if we're going on like a straight average and then like two months out of the year i would up that to 500 yeah just because yeah yeah like the the way holidays work well they also have super bowl right like shit like that ups your numbers a lot and then yeah the guy who was partners in both the pizza shops that i worked at runs music events so, like, there was one time that we were the only vendor at a 2,000-person free concert. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that day, I think we made probably 150 pizzas just for that, and then we still had our inside stuff. Yeah. That's why days like that you find shit like saying just to sell to. So you're not <laughs> just fucked. I think we've had that conversation of, like, if you could see any life stat displayed above someone or you know wherever just displayed that would be one i'd like to see for you it's how many fucking pizzas <laughs> made i don't want to see that that's a fucking it's real sad because that's not even i'm not so as far as pizza stuff goes throwing a pizza is like my weakest game yeah. like i'm an well you gotta have pizza. a little bit of spin and a little bit of lift that's not the problem too much spin too much lifts is my oh, yeah. problem yeah, I'm, I'm concocting the uh, perfect recipe. Those are the the ingredients, basically. Spin and lift. D- yeah, depending on what you're doing. Like, <laughs> that is the traditional way to throw a pizza, but there are also pizza. There's like a stretchy thing that you do where you like walk it through your hands in a circle, and that's how you actually make the crust when okay. you throw it up because you got to make the weighting right. But, I mean, if you want to practice that, you just throw a towel. 
like all yeah. the time and after this i'll throw a towel and you can see what the fuck happens when i throw pizzas because i can throw pizzas <laughs> but i have to concentrate real hard on the pizza so it doesn't end up somewhere else yeah. i am an oven person primarily and that's mostly because i don't care if i get burned yeah and pizza ovens are like start at 550 so that's that is a you touch and you have a scar for three months minimum yeah yeah yeah, lots of people don't like them. I used to have little, uh, I called them oven kisses, but all the way on my underarm, <laughs> like from my elbow to my armpit, because our top fucking pizza oven was higher than me. So oh, I had yeah, to so like reach, reach all up. the way in. Yeah, the, the worst fucking burn I got publicly ever was I fucking put <laughs> the pizza peel on top of the oven and it slid back too far, so I had to get it out for the next pizza. The peel is the Ooh. thing that you take it in and out with, for those yeah. who don't know what a peel is. So I had to grab it, which involved me jumping. But when I jumped, I like used the pizza oven door to Ooh. pull up on. And the yeah. pizza oven door opens by pulling back on it. So I just jumped up, grabbed the peel, opened the door on myself, landed my armpit in a real nice hot oven, screamed, (laughs) fell on the fucking ground, threw the peel at the bartender behind me, and just, like, looked up, and it was the middle of a fucking rush, so there's a hundred fucking people in there just, like, clapping. Because you got burned. Oh, because I totally didn't just get burned. I like ragdolled to the fucking (laughs) ground and took out the bartender at the same fucking time. Yeah. How do you feel about that clapping thing? Uh, It depends on that. In that situation, I bowed. I was like, yeah, correct. Yeah. Like, uh, (laughs) this is entirely why I don't like working in open kitchens. But, I mean, it hurt a lot. The clapping helped get me uh out of the ow my armpit hurts a lot because that's some sensitive that's a sensitive spot that's not a spot i expected to ever get burned in let alone at fucking work like (laughs) that's not a thing yeah i always wonder when people do that like you're in a restaurant and you hear some glasses break or something and everyone starts clapping see clapping i'm okay with it's when people start saying shit like job opening because I've been with lots of people that start yelling job opening. And you never uh, know. <laughs> I've never experienced Dude, that one. It's fucking, uh, it's a very intense thing to happen. And it, like, cooks do it a lot. But cooks fucking, cooks will threaten each other's, like, complete and absolute lives sometimes. Like, you'll walk <laughs> in and you'll be like, oh, hey, what's up, Tom? I'm going to fucking bury you in a fucking river. And while you're trying to get out of whatever trap I set, I'm going to systematically go through your bank account so it looks like you do nothing but buy dildos. And, like, that's just, like, how you say hello to people in some kitchens. Like, there are nicer kitchens, but cooks, generally speaking, are kind of mean to each other. Yeah. So when it's, like, cook to bartender, like, bartenders can usually take a bit, little bit so there's a lot of like, all right, that handle cooked to server. Server doesn't want any of like they don't have any fucking wish to be berated <laughs> at work at all. Yeah. So and like servers are usually the people who drop large amounts of dishes because that's actually like the busser's job to do. Yeah. So if they're carrying dishes, they're already having a bad day because something's going wrong at work. And you never know if really that's like the thing that's going to make them be like, yes, there is a fucking job opening and just walk <laughs> the fuck out. Because I've seen people just start crying. Basically, you shouldn't do anything that you think might make you cry to somebody in a restaurant because they're at fucking work. Yeah. But I yell at my friends now when they say things like job opening because I'm like, you don't know if that person dropped that because they just had their job threatened. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, the clapping thing, I guess I always thought, like, if something, if I caused a big scene or mistake or whatever, it would make me feel a little better. But I understand how that could also be kind of nerve-wracking. It definitely depends on what you did. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> it's also, like, a hazing thing to some degree. Like, if it's your first fucking day and you drop everything yeah. and people start clapping, like... That's going to both be unnerving, but also be like, a, all right, see, shit happens. Right. But it's like definitely when you're a customer and you don't know somebody is uh, completely different. Like if a stranger just like walked up to you while you were like stacking logs in your backyard and they fell over and just started clapping. It's like, good job. Good. <laughs> yeah. Like you'd probably tell them to get the fuck off your lawn. <laughs> yeah, true. We should make a pizza ratio. What Here's my mean? proposition. <laughs> Pizzas are a ratio. True. There's several true. ratios. I'm talking about a pizza's made to pizza's consumed ratio. Oh, it's made is like almost three times as much as pizza's consumed. Guaranteed. For you? For everyone. The whole world. What do you fucking think happens to slice pies? What do you mean? They're going with fucking trash cans. So legally, when you're holding a pizza... No, no, no. Here's the thing, right? I'm saying your individual, like the pizzas that I have myself made, not ordered and had someone oh, else made, well, that's insane. to the num- amount of pizzas I have eaten, right? So like my pizza ratio would be incredibly low because I've eaten a lot of pizza, but I haven't made a lot of pizza. Your pizza ratio would be off the charts because you've made a shitload of pizzas. But I've also eaten a shit ton of pizzas. But are you eating 250 pizzas a day? No, but I'm also <laughs> not the only one making 250 pizzas a day. Very few pizzas well, are made by one person because making okay, a pizza so, takes two to three days. So we got to factor that into our pizza equation. What amount of pizza inclusion gets you to you know be able to add a pizza made to your pizza ratio i would say being part of the production of the pizza so there you go your pizza ratio is off the charts (laughs) that's just gonna make almost everybody have really low pizza ratios yeah i'm trying to make you king man that's no there is already a pizza king oh there is i'm of an overlord sir I have my title. (laughs) You're working for uh, Uncle Enzo? No, this is just something that sometimes you uh, get put in charge of things and people don't know how to curtail what you make them call you. I have henchmen, too. (laughs) Pizza henchmen? uh, They're just henchmen in general. They graduated. They were minions. Now they're henchmen. Hopefully they're out there making their own henchmen and they've gone to Arch. But... (laughs) Tired of oppressive poop logging regulations at work? Did you recently buy the new Unicorp BioWaste Scanner? Well, check out our new deck of 365 poop cards, aptly named Bullshit. It tricks a BioWaste Scanner into thinking you've dropped a real one. Each deck is randomly generated and unique. With 365 designs, this pack lasts a full year. Don't give them your real biodata. Give them bullshit. This message was brought to you by the Revolution LLC. Yeah, it's pizza's like a weird fucking cult, kind of, all the way around to begin with. Yeah, there's strong pizza opinions out there that I'm not sure that anyone is 
really so passionate about that's it. not true people will fight you think Literally, so? no this is not a think <laughs> thing. you got more pizza this, experience so, i'm trusting you <laughs> so i have seen more fights at a fucking pizza place <laughs> than in the square growing up like there were more fights in pinky g's alone than our fucking high school what would the you say four most? years we went what would you say most pizza fights are about? Just drunk people. Okay. It's usually just drunk people. Cause so you, is that a pizza fight? Yes. Because the second, because <laughs> they, no one's hitting somebody over having fucking what calls it pineapple on a. Well, pizza that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Unless they're drunk. Okay. Like I see no what one's you mean. getting that mad. Like they'll get passionate and yell about as much as I yell, but yeah. I literally was drunk for most of my life so that's how i act like all the time yeah how do you feel about the uh pineapple on pizza i think that everyone should take a fucking breath and remember that it's fucking made up like it's fucking stuff on sauce on fucking like a disc of bread yeah like, put whatever the fuck you want on it. Like, don't eat other people's pizza if they have pineapple on it and you don't like it. What the fuck is pineapple supposed to go on? True. That's, yeah. We made up the cooking thing. It's an opinion. We can just put whatever. You can put fucking candy on there, like, all you want. Candy pizza is actually already a thing. They're dessert that, pizzas. That was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. Like, what type of alternate pizzas are you into? Well, so there was a long time that I couldn't eat pizza. This is turning into like a weird. <laughs> there was like four years where I couldn't eat pizza without getting queasy. So I just didn't. Because you were burned out? Yeah, I had okay. free pizza. I had like what every teenager wanted. I had free fucking pizza whenever the fuck I wanted. Living the dream. Yeah, no, it was awful. <laughs> it was real bad. When your dreams turn into nightmares. Oh, when your dreams fall out of your asshole in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, gonna be my autobiography was... <laughs> nice um no so like when it comes to alternate pizzas though like i was a fan of a dessert pizza but most dessert pizzas is just fucking cinnamon and sugar on pizza yeah because that's the easiest way to do stuff pizza kitchens are not really uh well stocked in <laughs> making stuff like you can steal like the cannoli cream and put it on there but yeah cannolis are gross i don't know that i've ever had a custard cannoli but i can't imagine them being much better than the cream cannolis yeah uh my family they love cannolis that's fucked up anytime we go to new jersey that's like they rush into the cannoli stand yeah see and i don't i'm pretty sure that that's a custard cannoli I think so. And I will say, like, out of all the cannolis I've ever had, the ones I've had in New Jersey are fantastic. Yeah. The only, quote unquote, real cannolis I've had that were, like, scratched start to finish were, like, made in Wyoming. But they were made by somebody who liked cream cannolis and were cream cannolis. And every other cannoli I've had is, like, shells out of a box. Like, sometimes you make your own cream. But cannoli cream is fucking whipped cream and ricotta not ricotta is it ricotta i think it is ricotta. Yeah, ricotta cheese yeah. and if like there's a huge issue where you should blend up the ricotta because ricotta gets kind of grainy depending on what you get to make it smoother mm-hmm. but that's not like a thing that's really done terribly much anymore hmm. because it, no one cares we're in phoenix man yeah like there's <laughs> you're not convincing people to spend an extra 20 minutes making their fucking dessert that no one's gonna eat yeah that's true 
I, d- I like a dessert pizza. I'll be honest, maybe more than actual pizza. That um, depends on what's going on. Do you, have you ever been to a CeCe's pizza? Yeah, I have. CeCe's pizza has an entire dessert pizza section. If you go Are to they their the buffet. Okay, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Are they the buffet? Yeah. yeah. The, I, de- I was on a... So they, I don't know if they had any in Arizona, but they had something that was like the exact same thing and I think was owned by the same company. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of that place. And then I think they did start calling it CeCe's for a little bit in Phoenix. I almost want to say eats a pizza, but that might. I think eats a pizza is it. I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, because uh, I think we just are trying not to conflict Little Caesars, which is pizza pizza, <laughs> with eats a pizza. Yeah, so many. This is what I'm saying, man. Too much pizza. Like we have way oversaturated the market in pizza everywhere, left and right. It's yeah. the fact where. If I have a conversation with people about pizzas half the time, it's just where pizza shops are. It's not about <laughs> the pizza. They're like, oh, there's pizza over here and here. Like, no one even bothers getting to the point of what kind of the four kinds of pizza. Yeah. So, where do you stand on the, the hot debate of pineapple on pizza? I just told you. If you like fucking pineapple on pizza, put no, it on I'm, there. I'm saying for you. Do That's, you like it or do you not like it? Oh, I like anything on a pizza as long as it tastes good. Like anything? I'm fine. Yeah, as rusty long nails? as it tastes good. Do rusty <laughs> nails taste good? Okay, you got We me. do know somebody who <laughs> has eaten nails in front of me, so I know it's possible. <laughs> I can only imagine fucking did eat a bunch of nails in front of me once. He also swallowed a bunch of staples and chewed up a lead ball. I think I've seen the staples. I don't think I've seen the nails. That was like the first time we hung out. That was in kindergarten. Yeah, that was our uh, was the stepbrothers moment where they're like, "Did we just become best friends?" <laughs> was like he saved me from getting beat up because I wore a hat of a poor kid, <laughs> and then I watched him eat some nails. <laughs> we were like, Hell yeah. yeah, that's gonna be friends forever. Sick. So you got favorite pizza toppings? I do have favorite pizza. We didn't get to alternate pizzas too terribly okay, much, well, but that would be alternate pizza toppings because I'm a fan of like fried capers on a pizza. Are good. Okay, I hate capers in general. Yeah, I think but... we've had this conversation. Fried capers do the same thing that popcorn does, though. So they pop. So they're like salty, salty popcorn. Okay. Um, a lot of people that I know that don't like capers like fried capers. Interesting. Maybe I'll give them a shot. But like a nice. If you're going like just a you're fucking tired of pizza and you don't want pizza, go like garlic oil or some form of garlic bechamel sauce with fried capers and like buffalo mats, maybe some fucking fresh basil afterwards. So that it's like wow. as far away from being a fucking pizza as it possibly can be. And they usually have all of that shit at pizza places. Yeah. The capers thing, I would not ask for if they were not on the menu because that's <laughs> yeah, fucking especially how, fried, dude. At all, like yeah. if, if it's not on the fucking list of things that's at the restaurant, don't don't order it. Yeah. Like that's. I understand if you have a kid and they need like milk or some shit, and they're being right. like a fucking petty asshole because that's what will happen if you say you're ordering stuff for a kid and it goes into the back of the kitchen and somebody sees it and they go is this for a kid they understand how it feels to get bitched at by that kid because that's what you're doing to them (laughs) so they're like okay i get it I'll, i'll do this for the kid yeah any other alternate pizzas you're a fan of i mean usually it just ends up turning into what can you make in a 
pizza oven that isn't pizza. Yeah. Because, like, we've made, like, sticks. Pinky G's, we got pretty far in it because all we had was a pizza oven. We didn't have a normal oven upstairs. Okay. So, it was, like, straight up, we learned how to make steaks in it. Everybody learns, like, how to do, like, baked chicken wings, which is the longest way to make chicken wings ever. And, like... Yeah. I bet they were really good, though. They were. And there I was, like, like them baked. There was kind of a secret menu there, and that was on it. But everyone who ordered it would be like, God, it's been like 45 minutes. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're baking raw wings in a pizza oven that we open the door in like five to ten minutes at a time. Yeah. Like, they're going to take a while to cook. We told you that before you ordered them. They're like, but I have to go to a show. And you're like, uh, we. <laughs> this is not my problem. I told you how long they take. Yeah. One of my favorite pizzas... I'd say it's kind of along alternate pizza lines. I'll let you be the judge, I guess. You're the pizza master. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a different guy. <laughs> um, it's chicken and broccoli. That's, I would say, currently just normal pizza. Okay. That's what I described currently I would consider just normal pizza because there is we have saturated the market to the point where unless it is like, like fucking fish scales and... I don't know. A caribou? No, because I've had caribou on pizza. Like, <laughs> it's not fucking really that possible to make a pizza that's not a pizza anymore. What is the difference between a caribou and a moose? A lot. Like, a lot. Caribou are more like deer. Oh, okay. M- moose or huh. moose. Moose are their own thing. Yeah. There's nothing else like a moose. I, I knew they were like different animals but i guess they seem so similar to me i thought maybe they were like regional names or something no they're not even a little close moose i'll look into it off air (laughs) caribou are like kind of cute okay suck a caribou i would would say a caribou is more like a gazelle (laughs) yeah like it would be a deer-esque gazelle yeah versus a, a moose is just a big fucking thing they're they're big monsters you ever listen to Wesley Willis? Uh, you talking about the suck a cheetah's dick guy? <laughs> yeah. I actually learned about Wesley Willis at Pinky G's Pizza from the manager who had really? suck a cheetah's dick at his wedding. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which I'm assuming was a, a huge ask. <laughs> I just wanted to explain why I just said suck a caribou's ass. I That's mean, it. <laughs> I don't think anybody listening to this podcast would be surprised if it wasn't attached to anything. Usually what I listen to at work, Wesley Willis only has one song on my playlist, and it's Rock and Roll McDonald's. Because yeah, I've yeah. never worked in a restaurant that doesn't get mad at me for having a song about McDonald's, even if it's negative about McDonald's. Yeah. One of my great celebrity encounters was with Wesley Willis, and I got to headbutt him. Or that, rather, he headbutted yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a one-way deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's one of the few famous-esque people that I would care to meet. Like I well, R.I.P. Wesley Willis. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I quite often end up thinking about what I would do if I met celebrities, and I'm like, I don't really, like, well, I don't want your autograph. I'd be like, oh, cool. I saw blah, blah, blah. And then it would go in the list of things that people who don't know me won't believe. And people who do know me are like, well, of course. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't, like, if I met, like, Bruce Willis, I'd probably be like, cool. 
but isn't he dead now? Isn't everybody dead? Uh, Bruce Willis is still alive. I I think he's having some health issues. He was diagnosed with aphasia, I believe. Yeah, I thought he finally passed. Oh, did he? Nah, he's alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. Like- he's 67 right now. Yeah, he was diagnosed with aphasia, which I guess is... Um, I don't know all the details of it, but I know it affects some cognition, memory. Remember no one's face. Yeah. Do you think that he lives in Die Hard movies now? <laughs> like, that's just the way it is? Well, he is one of those dudes that sold off his likeness, and they're, like, using... Um, See, I'm kind of weirded out. When did he sell off his likeness? Yeah, so the details of that seem sketchy to me. There was a Russian commercial that aired that had an AI-generated Bruce Willis in it. Yeah. And then there were reports that, you know, basically he was retiring from acting and he had, like, sold off his likeness and that was going to generate yeah, revenue. Yeah, that, like, happened all at the same time, didn't it, though? Yeah, it did, and that's why... It never seemed to be, like, a reliable source or, like, confirmed. Well, even just if kind he of... sold off his likeness, if he sold off his likeness while he's having mental cognitive problems, right. like, how legit is it that, like, some guy didn't just walk up and be like, hey, man, sign all these papers? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Barry Gordy, is that his name? Yeah, Cadillac Records. Yeah, douchebag records. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your favorite pizza toppings, though? We mentioned a couple of them. I would have to say jalapenos. Like, I am a fan of the pineapple with spicy. Like, spicy, sweet. I guess my go-to pizza is not terribly complicated because i just like pepperoni and black olive when i'm ordering a pizza solid choice just that's been the same way since i was a like little caesars was like the first pizza that i remember having and it's been that way since (laughs) yeah so i think my favorite toppings would be chicken and broccoli but if we're going with a more standard pizza i'd say supreme and that could be a lot of things, but I'd say olives, mushrooms, peppers. Right. Well, and then the Supreme has like, uh, you know, sausage. It'll so, have some other stuff. But I'm saying out of the Supreme ingredients, like those would be the tops that I pick. Yeah. So a Supreme pizza is a veggie pizza with three proteins. Oh, okay. That's usually how the Supreme works. Supreme. Yeah. Do you know what's <laughs> super great? This one time my boss walked in and he was like, hey, man, sell more veggie pizzas. They're real cheap. And I was like, hey, man, there's almost no vegetables on a vegetable pizza. And he (laughs) looked at me like I was a fucking asshole. And I was like, what? Peppers aren't vegetables. They're peppers. Mushrooms aren't vegetables. They're mushrooms. Fucking onions (laughs) are fucking bulbs. Like, what are you talking about? Veggie pizza. (laughs) And I did that in front of somebody who was ordering a veggie pizza that just fucking was cracking up and was like, just stop fucking talking. Like, just (laughs) stop talking and do your job. Don't talk to me about the lack of vegetables on the veggie pizza. (laughs) How do you feel about pizza and ranch? 
I fucking so it's delicious, but it, ranch is the devil. <laughs> I fucking hate ranch. Like it tastes good, but it's the worst fucking thing ever, and is required in this country to be at every fine dining restaurant because of how fucking bitchy people are about not having ranch. Yeah, like the inability to cover um your salad and mayonnaise. Because it's like the majority of what ranch is is right. fucking mayonnaise is like astounds me. Yeah, but I used to have to fill probably two hundred one ounce containers and like a hundred and fifty to two hundred two ounce containers a day of ranch as a prep guy, mm. and mostly that just turned into a nightmare because that's about how many you can fit on the table at once. But that's edge to edge, and when you tip one ramekin full of ranch, just fucking. <laughs> knocks over seven or eight other ramekins full of ranch, and then you have the bottoms of 200 one-ounce fucking cups covered in a thin layer of ranch that you have to clean off. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Yeah, I like ranch on pizza, but I'm not going to, like, I've had know, people die for it. literally <laughs> threaten to kill me for not giving them free ranch. There is, was, uh, maybe it's been renamed or maybe it's gone, there is was a pizza place in Tucson, Brooklyn Pizza, that did not have ranch, refused to ever like even discuss ranch. Like if you brought up ranch, they would tell you to leave. That's good. <laughs> That's making a stand. I wish that more people would do shit like that with their fucking restaurants because then we'd have less restaurants. Restaurants <laughs> yeah. are fucking garbage. Now, I know there's uh, one of my favorite moves to do. Uh, I'm totally going to fucking I've made some people's days real bad with this was there's a place called Pearl Street Bagels in Jackson that does not toast bagels. Weird. No, it's not weird because their turnaround is super fast. They're Mm -hmm. they're like the bagel place. They always have a line out the fucking door when they're making bagels. Their turnaround is like two minutes. Yeah. You literally pay them and your bagel is smeared and in your hands and they're, they're good bagels. Their cream cheese is like whatever they make is cream cheese. Yeah. But uh, they they do get mad when you insist that they can toast a bagel. <laughs> and one of my favorite things to do to tourists that were pissing me off, because there is like, there's a level of tourism where I accept. And then there's like, hey, I just want to fucking suck your time away. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, like this is your vacation, but this is my life. You get like two recommendations, and then after that, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? There's a map. Like, <laughs> yeah. what you can? This place is small enough that you can walk through in 45 minutes if you're really that fucking curious about stuff. Yeah. So I used to tell them that it was on the secret menu that you could get a toasted bagel, and that <laughs> the only way to get a toasted bagel was to refuse to believe that they wouldn't toast <laughs> yeah. a bagel three times and on the third time they'd do it and i more than once showed up while that guy was doing that <laughs> like i would just tell that to fucking random random people piss me off be like no no they do it and it's like that's the only way to get it you got to get it that secret toasted it's like a, <laughs> just a town secret and uh, i've certainly i apologize to anybody at pearl street bagels <laughs> that has had to deal with an angry customer at eight in the morning that swears to god uh, some dude in a mohawk told him that he could get a toasted fucking... Dude, those are the greatest pranks. Like, giving someone harmless but false information. To some degree. Like, <laughs> I only do it to people I dislike. If you're a tourist that I like, I will uh, open a bar after it's closed <laughs> and sell drinks for employee prices. Yeah. I remember this time 
maybe I don't think I've talked about it before on the podcast, but it was in high school math class. And uh, we had this assignment. We were going to have to do reports on famous mathematicians. And I think she had told us about it. Our teacher had told us about it like the day before or something. So she was kind of trying to leave it up to us. She's like, you pick whoever you want, like research some mathematicians, find out who you like, and then you do a report on them. Um, so the I time have never been given that freedom of <laughs> like, I've maybe been allowed to choose two subjects yeah. of a report every other time. They're like, nope, you're doing this one. <laughs> so the teacher, I don't know why she did it this way, but she made a system where she was like, all right, I'm going to call your name and then you just call out which mathematician you want to do. So she's trying to start fights down. over mathematicians. I think maybe the thought was like, oh, if two people were going to do Descartes and then someone heard Descartes, then that second person's like, oh, I got to pick someone else. But that's, that's the only not thing what I she said. Of. That's what I'm saying is like, that's either going to start a fight between those two people or like it would be a cool buddy thing if you're like, yeah. oh, it turns out you guys both like Descartes. You <laughs> yeah. guys just go have a blast and Descartes it up. <laughs> yeah. But so this girl that I was friends with in the class... Shout out. (laughs) Every time we do this, (laughs) so many statics. Um, And so it came her turn and she was like panicking. She's like, I forgot to look. Who should I do? And I just told her my name. Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) That's an excellent one. This, that goes. So she, did she yell your name? Yeah. So then it came to her and, uh, yeah, she like says my name and then the teacher's like, what? And she says it again. And then the teacher's like, he's sitting right behind you. That's super funny. <laughs> yeah, um, and I felt kind of bad after that. I don't know. Because she got would, super embarrassed. But so I got funny. much like that in trouble from a different teacher once when, uh, do you remember? Yes. Uh, her grades, her, it was either freshman or sophomore year in high school. Um, we had remedial, uh, English together, which means we read like fifth grader books in high school. (laughs) Uh, but one of the things that we had to do a report on was, uh, I think it was Apollo 13, which was the one that they had like the airlock issue. I think that was 13. Yeah. So, but true fucking american special ed fashion we watched apollo 13 and did a report on (laughs) the movie (laughs) apollo 13 but she was absent that day so she was like oh i have to like did not at all think to just go ask the teacher like if she could just not have to do the report on the thing that she wasn't there for yeah so uh, i told her it was about a dog that got stuck in space and that the emergency was that they couldn't get the door open to get the dog back before they came back to earth so it was like a rush to thing and it had enough of the buzzwords that were on the vocabulary list (laughs) that like she was like oh this is completely logical she wrote like a three or four page fucking report about (laughs) the dog in fucking so she got an a because that was one of those classes where they would like i think there was only like eight people in that class so they would like be like and you gotta like just basically try and shame you if you got a fucking bad grade (laughs) uh so she got like a fucking a plus and like I visibly was like, what the fuck? She did a fucking report on a dog. <laughs> like there's no dog. <laughs> and then after class, the teacher just pulled me inside and was like, listen, man, 
I know this was you. <laughs> you are the only person who would do this. And people believe you because they think you're fucking smart. So be real careful what you tell people because they'll do things like write reports about it. And I was like, I did not realize that I had that power until now. And I will use it fucking freely from now on <laughs> about everything. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> this- that teacher hated me and it always annoyed me because I would stand up for her regularly. Oh, was she the one that was like kind of hot? Like kids would say she was hot. No, no, that was the. Yeah, she Ms. had a name change. I thought maybe that was her. No, Miss was like she was a special ed English teacher that really liked Bob Marley. But mm. so there's like pictures of Bob Marley in the class, and we had special ed students who are uh, statistically drug users, <laughs> um, which I've always found real fucking interesting. Yeah, but. So a lot of people would be like, oh, you smoke weed and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, Rastafarians smoke weed because it's part of their religion. So she was like full on just like, I don't smoke weed. But yes, if your religion involves you smoking weed, go ahead and smoke weed. And (laughs) kids would just like make fun of her for shit. And I'd be like, no, she seems like a well-rounded person. But then every class would come around. She'd be like, Keelan, you fucking suck. (laughs) All right. Like, never mind. Well, I guess. Well, I also don't do like any work. So it's real fucking... I can't get too terribly mad at teachers for not liking me when I'm like, hey, guess what? No, just across the board. I'm not going to do anything you can punish me for, and I'm not going to do anything like super extreme so you can get me out of your class. I'm just going to be a fucking thing in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. The pizza party was always a funny device. I fucking hated pizza parties in school. Yeah. Like, they were always real exciting coming up to them, and then the pizza party would get there, and you'd be like, that's right, we have a school budget. Like, there was never enough pizza for everybody to not have to be polite at the pizza party. True. And I'm like, all right, so it's like an almost pizza party. This is a party where we all have pizza. Like, we're not celebrating the pizza. There's not an (laughs) abundance of pizza. This is a half an hour in real time is what it always ended up being, where you get to have us make a large mess. Yeah. It's funny that I think a lot of kids are eating pizza fairly regularly. I think it's less now. Yeah, probably. Arizona has a fucking crazy thing that I don't know if is with everybody else, where we literally have deals with our pizza places at our schools. Yeah. Like, Barrows sells pizza to our school. (laughs) Like, there is a direct fucking contract with a pizza place for a school lunch, which thankfully, it's Barrows. Our high school was Peter Piper Pizza. Yeah, which is awful. That's not good. We shouldn't be giving Peter Piper Pizza money. They're a giant conglomerate, and they make, like, real cardboard-esque pizza. At least fucking go with borrows so the money's staying in the community. Yeah. I kind of like those pizzas. I'm not a huge Peter Piper Pizza fan in general. When's the last time you had a Peter Piper Pizza pizza? Uh, Maybe about a year ago, two years ago. What are you doing anywhere near a Peter Piper Pizza? Well, I have friends with kids. Oh, that's uh, right. Sometimes, uh, like, if I go to a Peter Piper pizza, I end up on a list. Yeah. Like, sometimes I will go to one to play video games. That's the I. That's how you get on a list. Is they're like, "What are you doing here at eleven <laughs> in the fucking afternoon?" And I'm like, "I'm just here to play video games." And they're like, "This place is for kids, sir." 
That's what. <laughs> so I got thrown out of the Chuck E. Cheese. By, I know Chuck E. Cheese will do that. Yeah, yeah. but so Peter Pepper is usually chill. I got fucking thrown out when I was like nineteen. It was like the first time I had been in a Chuck E. Cheese since I was like seven. Yeah. And I walk by a Chuck E. Cheese to go to work at this point in time. So I'm like bailing on work because I see a Chuck E. Cheese and I'm not old enough to not just go into the Chuck E. Cheese and like go to work. Yeah. So that I got approached by several people that were like, hey, man, you look to be over 18. And I was like, yeah, but it was like during school. So there were no kids in there either. Hmm. But they made me leave and told me I couldn't come unless I like brought a kid. And I was made the mistake of being like, okay, I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they were real fucking adamant that I was not allowed to be in there without a fucking kid. <laughs> I've never been back in a Chuck E. Cheese. Just a friendly public service announcement. Unipop's excrement inventory system is the cornerstone of our community's lunch program. Falsified biologs have resulted in an overstock of food cubes, leading to an infestation of ROUSs in Sector 7G. An investigation has been opened as to the use of these fake feces logs that have been put in our bio-data receptacles. Remember, tampering with Unicorp property can result in both financial and corporal punishment. Unicorp, the only choice for your future. How would you rate the main pizza brands i'm talking mean? like domino's a lot of people would be super fucking mad that you called that a main pizza brand i'm not saying it's quality i'm saying who's serving the most pizza in america and that's like domino's both, pizza hut so both domino's and pizza hut are on a massive decline but um <laughs> all of it it's weird that so little caesars did a decent dent when they came back and were like yeah. five dollar garbage pizzas for everybody <laughs> hot and ready but no i all of them are bad they're all bad like anytime you mass produce food like that it's bad like I it's, think tastes fine but you literally just spoonfuls of sugar taste good like it yeah. doesn't mean it's a good thing to do yeah yeah i would say out of the terrible mainstream pizzas domino's is actually one of my favorites domino's gives me the most internal issues of all of them oh like it makes you sick no i wouldn't consider it making me sick like it gives me a stomach ache, but I'm not, like, thrown up. And mm. when I eat it, I eat, like, a whole pizza. So it's, like, <laughs> how much of that is the actual Domino's and how much of that is, like, well, I spent $20 on this piece of shit. I'm going to fucking eat the whole damn thing. Yeah. I'd say Domino's. My second, uh, I'd put Papa John's. Papa John's after they fixed their pizzas. Yeah. Yeah, they've gone original through some... Pop well, so Papa John's when we were kids was shit. Yeah. Was like actual shit. Like their uh, sauce recipe was like 30% sugar. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, they always was, did have a very sweet yeah, pizza. Which is like, that's a style some places. And it's still kind of sweet at Papa John's, but significantly yes, less. less, because yeah. they did the apology pizzas. Yeah, where yeah. Papa John himself, Papa Bless, yeah, went on TV and was like, I know for the last 15 years I've been shoveling bullshit, uh, so I would like for everyone to get a free pizza and $5 off of your next pizza. Please don't close us down. And it worked. Yeah. Like, they came back. But I don't know how wide Papa John's is. I think they are nationwide. Uh, but I think they're, like, most West Coast. Yeah, they definitely started to the like seven or eight locations. Yeah. Well, and and Papa went through his. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. But so did I probably have told the story on the uh, podcast when we were talking about Fallout. I had a stuffed crust pizza for the first time, I think three or four years before they started selling stuffed crust pizzas because. brother came home from military school and took us on like an adventure where we played computer games at a couple of places and one of the things we did was uh he for some reason had the keys to a papa john's and we went and made stuffed crust pizza at like two (laughs) o'clock in the morning i remember this story yes so they are nationwide and they're also in canada i mean do we count canada for pizza (laughs) is it covered in Maple syrup. Maple syrup might not be that bad on a fucking pizza. Yeah, I could see that being good if you put put like some candied pecans on there or something. I don't know. So (laughs) candied pecans would be good, but you would have to put them on after. Well, of course, yeah. You can't put them back to say, of course. I watch people fucking put basil on top of a pizza (laughs) and then throw it in a fucking oven all the time. And I'm like, cool, you just like ashes on your pizza. Good for you. Yeah, like some syrup, uh, candied pecans, maybe a little bacon. See, I would just go with the bacon ranch and like a little bit of, or if I had the ability to, freezing the syrup into small droplets and throwing that on like halfway through Hmm. or rolling it into the dough. Ooh, that would be good, yeah. That's how they make... The fucking McGriddles. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to make a fucking McGriddle. <laughs> McGriddles are, like, possibly the only thing I actually like, like, at McDonald's. Like, if there was a bunch of things in front of me from other places, I would choose a McGriddle over many other things. Yeah. And it's entirely because those, they fuck they got syrup in the bun. Do they add syrup to it as well? No, they give you a dipping cup if you ask for it. But, okay. And they make it by... Basically, making real low temperature baked dough and throwing frozen yeah. fucking syrup into it. Right, right. And it's delicious, and you can use it for any recipe. You don't have to make garbage food with it. Yeah. What's your favorite garbage food, Adam? Favorite garbage food? Yeah. Um. So, like, what are some of the options to make sure I'm understanding you right? Garbage food is food that, like, if you say out loud, like, zero people are going to say that's good food. Oh, okay. Like when I say that I really enjoy beef and cheddars from Arby's, that, <laughs> that usually gets a lot of people questioning my sanity more so than things that are actually insane that I do. Well, I do like beef and cheddars. They are fucking delicious. <laughs> and somehow, I don't know what it is about the oil that comes off of the liquid cheese. It's got like a sweet flavor to it. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of the Arby's sauce, but that oil does mix put, in there. They don't too. put Arby's sauce on those. Oh, they don't? No. 
Interesting. <laughs> that's just the oil that separates off of the fucking cheese. Yeah. You put the Arby's sauce on your sandwich at Arby's. There's no... Uh, some I guess sometimes they do like a Western burger where they put Arby's sauce on it. Because Arby's sauce is just barbecue sauce. It's their own barbecue sauce. Yeah. So when they do a Western burger, they'll put it on there. But other than that, beef and cheddars is just beef and cheddar. <laughs> I mean, I love most garbage foods. Uh, I try to stay away from them. I kind of always have, but especially now. I feel like Jack in a Box is straight shit now. Yeah, like I haven't they, had Jack in the Box it, in probably like five years. It used to be like my favorite fucking garbage food ever. Yeah. And because uh, when I worked at the brewery, there's a Jack in a Box right next to it. Yeah. And every time I went to that Jack in a Box, I was like, man, you are making me feel real old for wanting to yell at you guys for being high in the walk-in. Yeah, but their food was not not good. It was stale and it was real, real fucking expensive. <laughs> I do love jalapeno poppers in general and Jack in the Boxes. I don't know. Jack I feel the, like people like those. I don't know if that Jack counts the as garbage. Jack in the Boxes were straight. What? No, everything served under Jack in the Box is garbage. <laughs> okay, there are <laughs> millions of people who love Arby's, yeah. but that's Jack in the Box is the same quality as McDonald's, if not lower. They just yeah. buy different things from Cisco. Because I think that's Jack in a Box's menu like decision is they're like, oh, what do you have 15 years of overstock of? We'll <laughs> buy that and put it in a box menu. Man, but sometimes you'll hit a Jack in the Box and it's like super fresh and good. That's not a thing. They don't. What? Fresh? No. no. That's what, happened to me a few times. What do they have that's fresh? Because everything they get is frozen for one. Well, OK. Yeah. Good point. That's I'm incorrect in saying fresh, but I'd say the quality of it is like just as high as Jack in the Box can be, and it's almost like decent food. Versus... See, and that's, I feel like that's that's a thing of our past. I feel like that's <laughs> Probably. from high school because yeah. everything I've like I've watched them pull it out and deep fry it in front of me. Yeah, and it's worse. Like their tacos are the exact same quality. That's true. Yeah, those haven't changed. But those are garbage. Yeah, and they deep fry them weird, so there's always one super sharp fucking tip to them. <laughs> and they're not ninety nine cents anymore, are they? They went up a little bit, I think. I think they're like fucking one oh nine or whatever, but it's two for a yeah, dollar. Yeah. So food, like calorie wise, they'll keep you alive a little longer. You'll probably shit your pants, but <laughs> not me, not me in this tight sphincter. Well, which which sphincter is tight, Adam? Uh, all of them. <laughs> I mean, you have two down there. I'm sure you have other sphincters in your body because sphincters are just a fucking weird shape of a muscle. Yeah. I just had sphincter on the mind because that's a uh, part of the beginning of Snow Crash that we listen to. They talk about the gaping gaping sphincters it's on the where it the deliverator raw power through. <laughs> yeah. I do believe it pumps. It's raw power through the cylindrical sphincters. It doesn't tell you where they are. It just says that they exist. Dude, what about that great sphincter in Egypt? I do believe that's a sphinx. <laughs> oh, it, what? And it asks a lot of questions. <laughs> I think that that's a weird... Like, is that part of the sphinx mythology that it asks questions? Because that's what sphinx do in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. They ask questions. I think it is part of the sphinx mythology is that it always asks riddles. But is that oh is that a white people thing? Uh, well, because why would you make a giant statue to the minor character that just to asks riddles? Are Egyptians white? 
I mean, that's no. who made the Sphinx, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, that's who you said we, we co-opted its history yes, and we're like, no, it has riddles. Because <laughs> a lot of things that are like we just use the, we literally use the Dungeons and Dragons definitions for. Yeah. Because that's where like we think like cobalts came from and shit. But yeah, like, I mean, the Sphinx's riddle. Do you know the Sphinx's riddle? No. That's why I would not be asking if that's what Sphinxes do. Because <laughs> if it's just like the Sphinx is an all-powerful thing that only asked one riddle, that makes a lot more sense than if it's just like <laughs> something that just asks riddles and is a Cheshire cat figure. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's the adoption that came later. Well, it's, it's definitely like he's not just the D&D things because in D&D, Sphinxes are a species. Yeah, uh, but the Sphinx's riddle is... Give me a second here. I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Um, in the morning, I walk on an old four man. legs. I see. In the afternoon, I walk on two. At night, I walk on three. What am I? You're a fucking old man. You're with a human. Cane. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, you're so an the three old is the cane. With the cane. So, and to me, I'm like, all right, what does that sound like in Egyptian? Like in whatever <laughs> language they spoke. Because that seems like not real history. Like yeah. that seems made up to me. Well, in Egyptian, it's... <laughs> no, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm just making up nonsense. <laughs> that sounded a lot like the Egyptian from the Mummy movie, which I yeah. can almost guarantee you is <laughs> probably uh, culturally insensitive. <laughs> oh, well, sorry for all the Egyptian listeners. I... Um... I didn't know what I was saying. It it was just gibberish. I I didn't mean anything by it. And I I love the Sphinx. Yeah, I just want to know <laughs> if the Sphinx actually had a riddle. I mean, that riddle I think is pretty well documented. Like you can see it appearing throughout history. Yeah, At which point, but, I don't know. But like so I kind of assumed that the Sphinx was like some form of god. Yeah. An unsolved, the riddle of the Sphinx, an unsolved ancient mystery. Yeah, so I think initially there was just one. Mythopedia. The Sphinx finally met her match. Oh, there's a second Sphinx riddle. Do you want to hear the second riddle? Is it as bad as the first one? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. There are two sisters. One gives birth to the other. Who in turn gives birth to the first? Who are they? Um, this is going to be like the sun, the moon. Yep, you already got it. Day and night. Jesus, man, I didn't even <laughs> fucking... I'm not good at riddles. This is my issue with that one. The first one I knew, so that one doesn't count. This one I did not know and guessed. Yeah. But like, what is the Sphinx from? Why... I'm just curious as to why they built a giant Sphinx if it wasn't a god. Well, so the Sphinx... Um, here, I'm reading this online. According to the myth, she dwelt outside the city of Thebes and asked a riddle to all travels in order to let them pass. So, in Greek mythology, the Sphinx was considered to be a woman. One Sphinx was only considered to exist in Greek mythology. She was the daughter of Orthus and either Echidna or Chimera. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think after the Greeks, then it kind of became, I don't know, um, a thing. <laughs> well, so is the Sphinx something that they built as like a 
tribute to the this is raising a lot of questions we're gonna do an episode about the sphinx because i don't (laughs) understand how it ended up in egypt then yeah like was it a present is it a fucking uh statue of liberty deal where they're yeah, like, hey, sure. we made you guys a fucking monument, or do they think that they have the lady sphinx in it? Because I knew it was a lady, which yeah. is a weird detail. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know. And it, it seems very weird to build a gigantic pyramid like sized thing to what I would equate as an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> like especially if its job was to guard the fucking city of thieves or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's the guard to the bad guys i guess or the medium bad guys yeah i don't know (laughs) uh is it okay if i just sport some spirits beef wait spirit some sports beef it's time for more nasty sports spirits we go is it okay if i spurt some sports before we go well you're at least one up on fucking louis ck you asked first so go for it (laughs) man i'm excited we just got when i say we i mean the sons i'm not on the sons i I don't know why i said well i was also gonna say you're doing the like a weird pregnancy thing where you're like we're pregnant i also am not in the excited (laughs) about the sons camp uh i just found out from you yeah, the Suns just got Kevin Durant, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I love Kevin Durant. Kevin, what's up? <laughs> is, is this you just wanted some time to be a f- loving fanboy to the Durants? No, I got a few things to say about Kevin say, Durant. Does Kevin Durant have a nickname? So, Kevin Durant has one of the coolest nicknames ever, but refused to embrace it. Well, that means it's not his nickname. Yeah, Sadly, it's not. He uh, also proposed a second nickname, which was a million times less cool. The nickname that he was christened was the Slim Reaper. Uh, I can see how you (laughs) wouldn't want to embrace that. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant, he's like seven foot, very thin, so it really fit. He's an insane shooter. I was going to say, is this about three points? He he is a great three-point shooter. He has kind of an unguardable shot. I mean, it does get blocked sometimes, but he's just like a top offensive threat. So, you know, that's where the Slim Reaper all came from. But like you said, he's like, ah, it's kind of too negative. I don't want to be that kind of character. Well, also the second you take it out of the sport, you're a skinny guy who kills people. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're seven foot, that uh, could be, uh, yeah, but that like could be if, troublesome in if public. If you came up to me and were like, "Hey, my buddy, the Slim Reaper is coming over," <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, "No, he's not." Like, what you're gonna bring over a Grim Reaper fucking figure, and he's skinny. You made a scarier Slenderman. <laughs> but he uh, proposed the nickname the Servant because he serves shots. I think it's pretty ballsy to decide to call yourself the servant, and that seems like a BDSM thing. <laughs> I think it it came from the standpoint of like how he serves his team. He serves the game of basketball. Like he's, I think it was just a yeah, counterpoint to like, like to I'm be, not killing. I'm yeah, here for the love. He would like to be a noble person. <laughs> yeah. He should just start calling himself the basketball knight. <laughs> I think that's a much better fucking nickname. Yeah, TBK. Yeah, I was about to say, just BK, because you're not required to do the 
I always, when I'm abbreviating things, go with the rule of if you're not required to capitalize the word in the name, then you fucking don't have to include it in the abbreviations. Yeah. And with titles, you are not required to capitalize, like, of and the, unless the the's at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Although sometimes I it will fit, like... Yeah, um, if it, that's people fucking wanting to do cool-sounding acronyms is usually yeah. when it comes into play that I'm like, all right, you don't, the O would not be in there on the of unless it made a word. Yeah. Like, an example I can think of is Knights of the Old Republic, the game. And people are usually like K-O-T-O-R, you know, or they'll just call Coder. I hear people literally say that. Yeah, I mean, people say COD, and I get mad every time. Well, so SNES (laughs) I'm real used to because that's... uh, Very British. Well, that's also Australia. Yeah. Like, everybody doesn't say S-N-E-S. Actually, I'm pretty sure almost everywhere else doesn't say S-N-E-S. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it, it gets more confusing when they just say NES. True. Because I'm like, what the fuck? No one says that. That's not a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a literal Nintendo character named Ness. Yeah, but I wouldn't assume <laughs> that everybody knows that. Like, well, he's in Smash now, so he's big. Oh, but yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, Smash is, seems like they're running out of characters, but as somebody who sees Nintendo, knows that they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. There's so many characters in Smash now. And Smash Ultimate, that was kind of the point. But there's still, like, people that are like, why didn't you put this one in? There's, like, so many characters yeah, that are still... Con- that's going to continue forever. Yeah. Until they start bitching that they put too many characters in. Yeah. Then they're going to have Smash PvP. That's just, like, it only comes with one character, and you have to buy each individual edition. Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant also, he... So, LeBron recently broke the all-time scoring record. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I 100% did not. Don't don't even <laughs> pretend. Like, okay. Did you show it to me, Adam? Because <laughs> that's the only way I'm seeing a basketball stat. It happened Tuesday night, so I haven't seen you since then. Um, but Kevin Durant is basically right there next to LeBron. Yeah. So, the last time I looked um, was about a month ago. And at that time... I remember LeBron had played exactly 420 more games than KD. I remember that because I was like, oh, weird that this is the number that just happened to be when I was looking at it. All I see is 420, 24, 7, 365. I need more numbers to throw in here. 524,000. I don't know the, the actual lyrics. You're close. I don't entirely know them, but I know that it fits that cadence. And numbers tend to only fit one cadence per number because they're different enough sounding. Yeah. But basically, the the point I'm getting at here, like LeBron's greatest strength, he has many, um, but it's his longevity. Kevin Durant, when he, you know, he's played 420 less games than LeBron. But he's basically at the exact same scoring pace. Gotcha. So you also have to consider that LeBron was able to enter the league directly out of high school. And then they made that illegal. Yeah, which they they should. I'm for that move. Yeah, I agree. Well, I I kind of agree, kind of disagree. But mostly, yeah. Um, 
So Kevin Durant did not have that, right? He he had to go to one year of college. So there's kind of, uh, when you're talking about great all-time scorers, honestly, I think it might be KD. Like LeBron has some other edges on him and he has the longevity, but I think Kevin Durant is potentially the greatest scorer of all time. So I'm just happy to have him and I want to say, welcome, Kevin. All right. I guess we're the ambassador <laughs> for the Suns now. I mean, so I have noticed we sh- we should just put a little logo that says like Suns ambassadors on the bottom of some of our uh, clip art. I'm for Cause, it. Well, so I was listening. I listened to a podcast called Monster Crazy that they just gave themselves an award at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they put it on their out their fucking thing now, and it's just like it's a monster award monster award for best monster award podcast of the year but i notice it every time i'm like oh they gotta know that's the award they gave themselves so i think that works like legitimately just putting a little gold star on the corner that's like winner i bet (laughs) if we had like a little ambassadorial symbol yeah we can just start making ourselves the ambassadors to many things yeah like we're probably the millennial ambassadors to arby's yeah, we could there's, be. There's a lot less uh, people our age that are willing to eat Arby's, especially <laughs> because people our age are the people who had to work at Arby's. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Arby's could like go away once all the older people phase out? Dude, <laughs> That's you, the next word to say, die. <laughs> you don't really need to be nice, but they know they're dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking, that's, I told you about the one time I went over to my grandma's house and she just started giving us sticky pads. <laughs> it was like, put a little post-it on anything you want to keep when I die. And I was like, this is a grim reminder of your death, grandma. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they don't. They didn't keep the stickies on any of those. What would you think was going to happen? Your grandma was going to fucking live the rest of her life with like blue post-it <laughs> notes all over her house that she likes to keep immaculately clean. Yeah, she's going to take a picture and go get it developed because that was probably like the nineties. My grandma's pretty uh, into camera technology. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, that was fifty-fifty. Nice. Not the best at computers, hmm. but okay. She's teaching, so. She yeah. has to at least know basic computer shit all the time, so she at least yeah. gets an update on that. But there is plenty of, uh, this doohickey doesn't work. Like, I lived with her for a little bit, and it was a lot of, touch my printer here! <laughs> Show me where the printer touched you. Oh, man. I have a story about that for another time. Um, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the printer. Yeah. But I guess, so, as... Official ambassadors to the Suns, I would like to mm-hmm. say that you can find me on uh, Instagram at Jane Fritz. That's J-A-I-N underscore Fritz with an S on Twitter as well. Yeah, and I am on Instagram. You can find me under the handle VR Frittatas. Uh, you can also follow the official UPP Twitter and Twitch. Our Twitch channel is UPP underscore playa, P-L-A-Y-A. And I have another Twitch channel. Uh, it's me and my wife. If you'd like to watch, we are Andy underscore pants, A-N-D-E-E underscore pants. That's all I got. A goodbye. Arigato. Wait, is that goodbye? I don't think it is. That's thank you.
he die hard? Sorry. <laughs>